you create these different connection points and also you create interest because it's not just the same predictable thing that people are getting from your page each day. Welcome to the Expansive Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lambert, and it's my goal to help heart-centered and soulful entrepreneurs build wildly successful online businesses while pushing their edges, growing their leadership and influence, and becoming the best versions of themselves. I have built three six-figure businesses in three years while raising two young kids, and I've mentored hundreds of women across many different industries to do the same. Together, we will grow through expansive conversations that activate and shift us on a cellular level so that we can achieve our biggest goals and leave our mark on this world. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello friends, so excited to be here today and really excited to dive into today's topic. I want to talk about high cash months, specifically consistent high cash months. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say cash, what this means is cash collected. So there's two ways that you can track your earnings, your revenue, and that is by sales or cash. And I find that So the difference is, first of all, is that sales is how much you've sold, but the money hasn't come in yet. An example of this would be, I have a a one-on-one client who signs on for six months, but they're paying $2,500 a month. Technically, what's the math on that? So that's a $15,000 sale, but the month it's $2,500. And so I can say I had a $15,000 sales day Or I can say I had a $2,500 sales day, whether you're talking about sales or cash, right? How I talk about my income is on cash collected. So whenever you hear someone say it was a 50K cash month, that means that was actually received. Now, I see people online talking about I had a 100K sales month, and I think that it's a little bit misleading or maybe a lot misleading because people don't understand the difference between sales and cash. Selling it is not collecting it. And in my own personal experience, and I know many people experience that just because you sell, for example, I had a a, a client who had a longer term contract after four months, we realized that it wasn't the right package and we shift that. And so it might be more, it might be less, or it might be that you part ways, whatever it might be. It's never guaranteed until you have it, right? It's like, don't count your chickens before they hatch. And so whenever I'm talking about cash or monthly revenue, I'm talking about cash collected. And so we want, the goal in our businesses are all to increase our revenue whether or not you want to admit that, okay? Whether or not you're motivated by money or I know that it's not the only thing that we're here for, absolutely not. And I hope I know that everyone here, you're here for so much more. You're heart-centered. You are here to make an impact. You care about your clients. And at the end of the day, we have bills to pay and money is a very tangible way to measure success. And now, One thing that I want to talk about before we dive into this very money nitty gritty conversation around building these big cash months is around that metric. Because for a really long time, I tied my success to money being the only metric. And this is actually something that I discovered with my 
own coach is we realize that the reason that your success can feel very scattered or fleeting or can change very quickly is because if you are only using money as your metric of success, then you are missing out on so much more abundance because the truth is you are going to have highs and lows. You are going to have dips and it's so normal. And I think it's really important for us to normalize those dips because we aren't robots. And yes, there are things that you can do to create consistency, but it's not always going to be consistent or it's not always going to be consistently moving up, right? You see these graphs where when you pull out, when you, even if I were to look at my five years in business, if I were to look at it from a month to month basis, there would be ups and highs and lows, ups and downs all throughout each year. However, when you look at it from a year to year, it's always trending upwards. And so sometimes we just need to zoom out and think bigger picture. We get so caught up in the nitty gritty when it's really about the bigger picture. And in a year, you might have some lower cash months because you took the month off or you decided to slow down so you could speed up. And that's happened to me in my business. And had I made it mean something about me and my success. And I have to be honest, there have been times that I have, and that's when I have to tune back into, okay, but what else is happening? What else am I measuring instead of just the finances? Because I can look at so much more abundance, the amount, the abundance of time, the abundance of opportunities, the abundance of clarity, the abundance of joy and fulfillment that doesn't always directly correlate to your income. And so I just, yes, we are talking about how to have consistent high cash months and high is also going to be different for everyone. If you are currently bringing in $3,000 a month, then a 10K, consistent 10K is going to feel high. If you are currently bringing in consistent 10K months, then maybe 30K is going to feel high. It's all relative. And this all applies to whatever your relative is. And I want to talk about how different ways that I have been able to create consistent high income months and how you can too. And there are various things that we're going to, there are five different things that we're going to talk about today in building this consistency. Because we don't just want it to be one-off launches. We don't want it to be only when we're launching, right? And we also want it to be able to sustain changes in our business. And so that brings us to the very first point that we're going to talk about today. One of the keys to having consistent high cash months is having a strong personal brand. So I've been showing up consistently and authentically for the last six years. Even before I had offers to sell to my audience, I was showing up. And showing up consistently means different things to different people. This to me means that, again, if you zoom out, I've continued to show up. Does it mean I show up every single day? No. Does it mean I show up every single week? Most of the time. But there were also months when I was pregnant and I couldn't lift my head off the pillow where I wasn't showing up. There were also months when I was postpartum where I was barely showing up. And so again, this is zooming out in big picture and also taking people along on that journey, right? And so if you continue to pour into your community, and I don't just mean educational posts and high value, I mean connection, building that personal brand that people, when they think of you, they think of more than just what you do. They think about who you are and they want to be around that person. They want to know what that person's doing. 
we all know these people. We can think of people in our lives that we follow very closely because we care about them, even though we've never met them. Maybe we haven't even had a conversation with them, but we are really just inspired, intrigued, entranced by their lives. And it can be very expansive for us to be able to have these people in our lives. And so it's really cool that Instagram is such a great platform or whatever social media platform that you're on is such a great way to build your strong personal brand. And showing up consistently is, of course, a great way to build that personal brand. But then there's also the how do we do that, right? It is sharing the personal aspects of our life. And this doesn't mean sharing everything and oversharing and, and having it be constant just videos of your kids. It's about being strategic about what you are selling, not in a inauthentic way, but choosing. Choosing and being intentional is probably a better word than strategic. Being intentional about what you're sharing and how you're sharing it. And so an example of this might be me homesick with my kids and lying on the couch. And we're all sick and we're lying on the couch and I take a picture. And instead of just being like, kids are sick, I give context to my life of that had to pick up the kids early from school today. So grateful that I have a business where I can just leave in the middle of the day and I don't have to ask for permission. So grateful to have clients who are so supportive when I have to move meetings around, whatever the case may be. Right there, you're building that brand of working mother, of business owner and mother, of building a flexible lifestyle, family first lifestyle. This is going to connect to other people who are doing the same. And so being intentional about what you're sharing, how you're sharing it. And the reason that sharing the personal content is so valuable is because when you do that, you it's a connection point for people. So for me, I can share anything about motherhood that's going to connect with other people who are moms. I, when I share things about my what I my fuck off Fridays where I go have fun, I go to the spa or I go golfing or I go skiing, whatever I feel like doing, or maybe I just hang out and do errands. When I share that, it's going to resonate with the people who desire that spaciousness in their life or love to golf or love to ski or really wanted to try that spa. You create these different connection points and also you create interest because it's not just the same predictable thing that people are getting from your page each day. And so the reason creating this strong personal brand is so important is because that through the different shifts in your business, people stay with you because they're not just there for what you have to offer. They're there for you. And that's really, really special and really invaluable. And so uh, just an invitation to look at how you're showing up and maybe there is an opportunity to share a little bit more and to go a little bit deeper get a little bit more vulnerable because it does require some vulnerability to actually share what's happening in your life rather than just keeping it very professional. So moving on to number two, the second thing that you're going to want if you want these consistent high cash months is a scalable offer. So like I talked about, if you're, if you're going to have, if you're going from 3k to 10k or you're going from 10k to 30k, the odds are that you don't have the capacity in your schedule to 5x, 2x, 3x, whatever it might be, your output. And so this is actually kind of ties into another point that we're going to get to. But if you think that subconsciously or consciously that, well, how am I going to double my revenue when I am so burnt out right now? If you're burnt out with your current client load, the thought of making more is in theory, sure, that sounds great, but no, it doesn't in your body because that 
in your body subconsciously is going to feel like more work. And so you want to have a scalable offer that allows you to make more without doing more, that allows you to continue to sell without adding things to your calendar. And we know that this is something that I'm passionate about. And this is why it's important, especially for those of you who are working in one-to-one business models to start to think about how you can offer a a one-to-many offer so that you can serve more people in less time right? Like this isn't just about having an easy way to make money. This is about you can't possibly serve everyone that needs you if you're only trading your time for money. And so having a scalable offer, whether it's an online course, a group program, a mastermind, it doesn't have to look the same for everyone. It can be a hybrid of those things. There's so much possibility. It can be even in-person groups, retreats. These are all good examples of scalable offers. And so making sure that you have that in your product suite, at least one scalable offer. Moving on to number three, this has been the best way that you can create that consistent income without always having to sell and always having to come up with new offers. And that is having long-term client relationships. And you can take this in two ways. And the first way is that, of course, your client's staying with you for a long period of time. I have one-on-one clients that have been with me for two, three years. I have people who have been in my masterminds for years who sign on for the skill method and then sign on for Evolve and sign on for every program that they can get because they are wanting to continue to be supported. And that is really freaking special. I have people who joined the same program again because it was so valuable and they want to continue to have that support. And so when you can pour into your current clients enough that they don't want to leave, that is the best ROI. Because not only are you building that connection and that there's the longer you work with someone the more you know the more efficient and effective that you are together and then you don't have to go find new clients you are you constantly have your clients coming back and then the other way to look at this is the lifetime value of a client when you have multiple offers if you want to work with someone long time you have to have the structure in your business to allow for that if you only have one offer that is in a, a limited amount of time and then when it's done that's it you don't actually give that client an opportunity to work with you long term so it's important to also have the setup in your business that people can stay if they want to Moving on to number four, we also want to have a high ticket offer. This makes those quantum leaps really more accessible because you have, you need less people because people are paying you for what you're worth. And when you combine having a high ticket offer with having scalable offers, it's a great mix because there's offers for everyone. It doesn't always have to cost thousands and thousands to work with you because you have lower ticket offers that are group offers. And then you want to make your high and high touch offers high ticket. You want to raise your price so that you don't need 10 clients. You, you need three or four to make it worth your time. And let me just tell you, when you have these high level offers that people are paying really good money for, It is actually a disservice to your clients to have this massive client load that you are doing six calls a day and you are burnt out by the time you get to them. 
I would rather pay someone and know that they have spaciousness in their calendar, that their nervous system is regulated, that they have had a chance to catch up on their emails and they're not overwhelmed and overstimulated by the time they get to their call with me because that's not going to be effective. And so having a high ticket offer not only allows you to take on less people, it also serves your client. And so adding a high ticket offer is a great way to increase your monthly revenue. And then the fifth and my favorite and what I think the most important is rewiring your beliefs. And so if you're currently stuck at a threshold or an income level and you just can't seem to break through it, maybe you already have everything that I've talked about, then this is when you're really going to want to look at what your beliefs are around what's possible for you. Because for me, I made 100K relatively quickly and easily. I say that with you know, quotations because did take work, but it happened quickly and with, you know, not insane amounts of effort. And that's because I believed I could make six figures. I came from a corporate job where I was making almost six figures each year. And so that wasn't a big leap. That was my expectations for myself. Going from 100 to 200, that took a little bit more, that took digging deeper, that took, but still 2Xing something isn't, as it's it's still within your realm of possibility. It, it is really stretching. But when I think about going f- even further, you know, for me to be able to then go to 400K, there was a lot of rewiring that needed to happen because I had beliefs that told me I had to work really hard to make money. And I also had the desire not to have to work so hard conflicting each other. So I needed to remedy that if I was going to be able to make more without burning myself out, which was my pattern in the past. And also, you might not even believe that that's possible for you. If you don't believe it's possible for you deep down inside of you, then it's never going to be. You just are not aligned to it. And it's sad because the universe might be wanting to give it to you, but if you can't align your energy to it, then it's never going to be yours. And if you want it, It's available for you, which is the most crazy, frustrating part because it's like the fact that you can sit here and say, I want a million dollar business or I want a 500K business, whatever that number is for you, means that it is in the realm of possibility. It just requires you to be a different version or at least a different frequency than you are right now. And so that's where that inner work comes in to be able to rise to meet that. And that takes time and that takes very specific work and intentionality. And it's, in my opinion, the hardest but most rewarding work. And when you combine all five of these things, that's when your business is going to feel like it is full momentum, like things are happening and you are in a good flow. And so this doesn't all have to happen at once. If you can look at this list of five and say, okay, I have these three things. Now I'm going to work on this one. That's great. Or if you have one of them, just one at a time, what can you focus on? Or even two at a time, like when you're thinking of client relationships, that's something that I hope everyone's doing, but maybe pouring into those relationships a little bit more. But just to recap the five things. So the first thing that you're going to want to have is a strong personal brand. The second is a scalable offer. The third is a long-term client relationships. The fourth is a high ticket offer. And the fifth is that inner work rewiring your beliefs. And so there's always opportunity for us to do this, to to go deeper on each one, to 
focus a little bit more of our efforts where it might be limited right now. And of course, there's so many factors in addition to this, but this is what has enabled me to be able to continue to have high cash months each month. Again, there have been dips, absolutely, but you can usually look at those dips and and understand why. And even if you can't understand why in the moment, you will understand eventually. So don't judge yourself for any dips. Don't judge yourself for not having it right now. Know that it is possible for you when you believe it. And as always, it's so much closer than you think. So I'd love to hear what you think of this episode, what you're going to be working on next. Reach out to me on Instagram, share this episode with someone that you know would love it and leave a review if that feels good to you. So thank you all for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It helps so much. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. To join the community and get daily expansive strategies and shifts for entrepreneurs, follow me on Instagram at the Sarah Lambert and send me a DM if you're someone who wants to learn about how to work together on building your profitable and aligned business. Mm-hmm.